0: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
2: Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair,
4: Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on iHeartRadio, and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place where you get the latest news on the strangest of things out there in the planet. In the planet? On the planet, too. Uh, <laughs> and also your personal stories. I don't care what is going on if you've seen shadow people hat men, dealt with bigfoot had missing time ufos out of body experiences i mean we tried to go through the layers and best understand and approach it on the level because nobody has all the answers right we're all just kind of figuring this out and i always say i'm someone who has been there seen that experienced it freaked out found some answers, wrote about it, got over it, and now I'm trying to help others to do the same thing. And I want you to go to my main website and share your experiences. Tell me what's going on so we could discuss it here on the program. Or if you want to come on the show, you're always welcome to do that. Nine times out of 10, people prefer to just write me, which is okay. Um, But go to shadowfolks.com or HeidiHollis.com. They both go to the same website. And I also want to tell you guys, find me on social media at one, put a one in front of Heidi Hollis. That's H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S and tell me your stories. I do answer my messages. I do answer my emails. It could take a little time sometimes, but I swear to you, I get to it. And yes, I have weird stuff that happens to my emails sometimes where I don't know what happens. Suddenly I'll get a big dump of emails and I'm like, where'd that come from it's like a year old it's so odd it is so odd but you know when you're getting uh <laughs> filtered <laughs> somehow um these things can happen uh you know what i also want to invite you guys to go check out the dot or at the outlanders comic on instagram because i do a paranormal comic strip always looking into the stranger things and having a twist that's all i ever wanted to be was a comic strip artist because um It's a lot more fun. (laughs) Um, And also, I want to tell you guys, this show for today is hot off the presses. Okay. Hot off the presses. What do I mean by that? Did you hear the news? An intelligence official says the U.S. has retrieved craft of non-human origin. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I said it. I did. So we're going to go over that and a couple of other positions when it comes to the church and how they view these topics, because it's, uh, it's a crazy world out there and how people can, how can I say, approach these things. Is anybody correct? Is anybody right? Is everybody wrong? Who knows? But we're going we're gonna to go through this because it's kind of important. Um, and since this is just being released today... I think it's uh, highly important. Okay, so I'm going to read this from thebrief.org. And, um, oh, first I want to finish telling you guys, when you go to my main website, sending me your stories, tell me as many details as you can. Make the email humongous. And if you have photos or drawings, send those to HeidiHollis at gmail.com. All right, okay, okay, okay. Now I'm back on track. See, look. (laughs) Oh, man, I swear to you. Um, So, okay, this comes to us from thebrief.org, and this was written by Leslie Keene, met her, Ralph Blumenthal, interviewed him on this program. And it says, a former intelligence official turned whistleblower has given Congress and the intelligence community inspector general extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possess retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. Now, we all, um, this is me talking now, we all know that this is not brand new to the world because uh, a lot of regular folks have seen our government retrieve such things and uh, also abroad. This is something that gets reported. So that Part is not new. What's new is having somebody in the ranks say it happened. All right, so continuing. The information he says has been illegally withheld from Congress, and he filed a complaint alleging that he suffered illegal retaliation for his confidential disclosures reported here for the first time. This is huge, guys. This is huge. Absolutely. Other intelligence officials, both active and retired, with knowledge of these programs through their work in various agencies, have independently provided similar corroborating information, both on and off the record. The whistleblower, David Charles Grouch, 36, a decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan, is a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, or NGA. And the National Reconnaissance Office (NRO), he served as the reconnaissance office's representative to the um, sorry unidentified aerial phenomena task force from 2019 to 2021. So, from late 2021 to July 2022, he was the NGA's co-lead for UAP analysis and its representative. To the task force, so he's he's legit, huge, very huge. All right, the task force was established to investigate what were once called unidentified flying objects or UFOs. I, I prefer that term. My hand is raised. Okay, guys, um, <laughs> and are now officially called uh, officially. Unidentified anomalous phenomena, it used to be called aerial phenomena, but now it's anomalous or UAP. The task force was led by the Department of the Navy under the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. It has since been reorganized and expanded into the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office to include investigations of objects operating underwater. Hmm. Grish said the recoveries of partial fragments through an up to intact vehicles have been made for decades through the present day by the government, its allies, and defense contractors. Did you hear that? For decades, they're acknowledging, that, I mean, he's acknowledging it, that they've been grabbing at these vehicles. All right. People have written about these things forever it's just amazing to me okay analysis has determined that the objects retrieved are of exotic origin non-human intelligence whether extraterrestrial or unknown origin based on the vehicle morphologies and material science testing and the possession of unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures he said in filing his complaint, Grouch is represented by a lawyer who served as the original Intelligence Community Inspector General, or ICIG. And this is a quote. We are not talking about prosaic origins or identities, Grouch said, referencing information he provided Congress and the current ICIG. The material includes intact and partially intact Vehicles. In accordance with protocols, Grouch provided the Defense Office of Pre-Publication and Security Review at the Department of Defense with information he intended to disclose to us. His on-the-record statements were all cleared for open publication on April 4th and 6th, 2023, in documents provided to us. Grucious disclosures and those non-public witnesses under new protective provisions of the latest Defense Appropriations Bill signal a growing determination by some in the government to unravel a colossal enigma with national security implications that has bedeviled the military and tantalized the public going back to World War II and beyond." Those are some fancy words, people. I like these words: <laughs> colossal enigma. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I like that. I like that. Tantalized. You know, hey, we're we're all in there. Um, yeah, about that uh, new protective witness provision thing. Uh, I have uh, heard that some of these people, whistleblowers, is supposed to protect whistleblowers, right? have stepped forward only to be harassed or killed. All right. Um, That's sad. That's really sad. And that that was essentially created to, uh, you know, flush people out who are willing to talk just so they could point them out. Um, And that's coming from a a friend of mine that's super duper psychic who's mentioned that. It's like, Oh, that, that's their way to find them. That's horrible. Isn't it? Absolutely horrible. Um, So yeah, let's, um, give a round of applause for this person stepping forward in the face of such threat that definitely still exists. And I think I heard Dr. Greer speaking to that with the many whistleblowers uh, being put at risk and um, harmed, quite literally. All right, so bedeviled, tantalized, and all these words I'm, I'm digging here. All right, so continuing... They say for many many decades, the Air Force carried out a disinformation campaign to discredit reported sightings of unexplained objects. Now, with two public hearings and many classified briefings under its belt, Congress is pressing for answers. Carl E. Nell, a recently retired Army colonel and current aerospace executive, who was the Army's liaison for the UAP task force from 2021 and 2022 and worked with Grosch there, characterizes Grouche as beyond reproach. Hmm. Christopher Mellon, who spent nearly 20 years in the U.S. intelligence community and served as the Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, has worked with Congress for years on unidentified aerial phenomena well then that would make me think he sure does know and hold the keys to some information no no, no. um I'm, I'm just reaching here i'm just reaching you know I, i'm gonna stop here because we got to get to our first break this this is amazing it's amazing and, and i'm glad i'm glad somebody's talking somebody's taking a step forward but again it, it, is, it is hard for me, somebody within the military, uh, government, being the one to disseminate information. So I always say, be cautious. All right, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
5: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate?
4: Are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio Radio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We are having a very warm conversation <laughs> about uh, the whistleblower that has stepped forward in regards to there being recovered craft, and everybody knows it, and they're not sharing. And uh, we have somebody that has taken those steps forward, and it is greatly appreciated. And, uh, you know, my last comment just before the break is uh, telling about my position on some of these things, being that, um, and my reasons, because, you know, my own family was involved in these things, and I was none the wiser. I had no idea. That's the words. That's the words. I I didn't know. You know, so here it is in in my own family. I'm writing books on such things, and um, here there was a key holder under the same roof, you know? Um, So I'm always a little bit skeptical when it comes to those who are owned by those that uh, pull the strings in the government. They held these things for decades. I wonder what they had to do to keep that secret, hmm? Yeah, what kind of threat is that? You know, what could you dangle over someone's head to keep a secret secret? Among thousands of military people for decades. A bonus? I don't think so. I think there was a whole lot of heavy-handed stuff. And I think there were a lot of people made examples of if they spoke. You know? But I have to give it to our servicemen and women who did their duty. They did. And many have confessed and told their loved ones what they've experienced what they've done and uh you know that's how it's helped us to stand where we are today those of us in these fields that are uncovering so much out there now before i continue with the story i'm reading from the debrief.org and uh speaking to what it is that ralph blumenthal and leslie keen have written in regards to a whistleblower but uh, i want to remind you guys to go to heidihollis.com or shadowfolks.com if you want to uh, check out my various books i've got there on the introductory to shadow people that book is called the secret war and the original subtitle was the heaven speak of the battle now it's a uh, about a real shadow people battle between aliens. Uh huh. Um, and then I have uh, Jesus is No Joke, and I've got several other books there. And the Hatman book. Again, uh, yeah, I'm that person that first named, defined, and told the world and warned them about these beings for a very, very big reason that I hope to be speaking to soon about. Um, because uh, a lot of people take those bits of information that I put out there in regards to these creatures but they don't have the full story just yet and uh, it's a coming it's a coming all right to continue it's a quote it says a number of well placed current and former officials have shared detailed information with me regarding this alleged program including insights into the history governing documents in the location where a craft was allegedly abandoned and recovered, Mellon said. However, it is a delicate matter getting this potentially explosive information into the right hands for validation. This is made harder by the fact that, rightly or wrongly, a number of potential sources do not trust The leadership of the all-domain anomaly resolution office established by Congress. (laughs) What was I just talking about? Yeah, there's some trust issues. So it's not just me. It's not just me. You know, I hate to sound skeptical because I am very happy our government has taken a step forward. And and discussing, at least discussing this, instead of poo-pooing, making fun of, you know, little tongue-in-cheek stuff. As uh, the President of the United States isn't even allowed to know information. Um, But one thing I will tell you guys, though. My father, having been um, part of the military and part of what it is I was discussing, um, he helped invent things, you know, for the government, for military. And these things have never surfaced that he helped create. So who's using it? You know, who's using it? I know that he said, anything that you see, our government shows our um, technology to be like the latest craft that they have or whatever. He's like, it's at least a minimum 20 years old, Heidi, 20 years. So that means there are people living way above where we're living. All right. Way above. They keep it to themselves. Um, you know, I get it. It's also to keep the country safe, but also there are a lot of luxuries that go into that, a lot of luxuries, and only those at the top are enjoying those spoils. Where did they get the technology from? Sometimes, um, I think it's kind of obvious. It isn't always ours, right? Um, yeah, so there you have it. Okay, I'm going to continue. <laughs> but some insiders are now willing to take the risk, and the risk is still there, guys, of coming forward for the first time with knowledge of these recovery programs. UFO recovery. Yeah, somebody that I I know uh, spoke to that in her book. Um, So, American Cosmic, that would be Diana Pasolka. She spoke of this in her book in detail. Religion scholar, talking on that, right? Okay, so continuing. Jonathan Gray is a generational officer of the United States Intelligence Community with a top secret clearance who currently works for the National Air and Space Intelligence Center. So that's NASIC, N-A-S-I-C, where the analysis of UAP has been his main focus. Previously, he had experience serving private aerospace and Department of Defense special directive task forces. And this is a quote. The non-human intelligence phenomenon is real. We are not alone, Gray said. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomenon, and yet a global solution continues to elude us. So everybody's hiding it from us, guys. Everybody. Everybody thought they were better and knew better for us and kept it to themselves. So now is it a matter of national security? If everybody's got one? (laughs) I'm thinking no. I think that... um, Somebody was really having a good old time having this knowledge. A lot of somebodies. My, just my, my, my point, my opinion. That's, that's all. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Um, at the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, Grush served as a Senior Intelligence Capabilities Integration Officer. It's a lot of big titles. Cleared at the top secret forward slash secret compartmented information level and was the agency's Senior Technical Advisor for Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Analysis forward slash transmedium issues. Man, I would have to like memorize what my title was if that was me. It's just a lot. Okay, from 2016 to 2021, he served with the National Reconnaissance Office as Senior Intelligence Officer and led the production of the NRO Director's Daily Briefing. Grush was a GS-15 civilian. Wow. The military equivalent of a colonel. That's a high rank. Grush has served as an intelligence officer for over 14 years, a veteran of the Air Force. He has numerous awards and decorations for his participation in covert and clandestine operations to advance American security. According to a 2021 NRO performance report, Grouch was an intelligence strategist with multiple responsibilities who analyzed unidentified aerial phenomena reports and boosted congressional leadership intel gaps in understanding. He was assessed by the Reconnaissance Office's Operation City Deputy Director as an adept staff officer and strategist and total force integrator and innovative solutions and actionable results. Like all of these, 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 these titles, they're, they're in quotes, lots of quotes, lots of quotes. It's just amazing. But, um, so he analyzed unidentified aero phenomena, right? Yeah, that's what he did. And, um, he was in charge of a lot of it. And, um, I'll tell you right here, right now, that I know that my father did something similar. And uh, I believe it's the first time I'm speaking to that. It's right here on the air on my own show. Um, yeah, 23 years, Air Force, running a NORAD station. That was my dad. Yep. And didn't have a clue, guys. Didn't have a clue. Wonder what they held over his head. I don't know. His family? You know, his security, his life, I don't know, pension, all that stuff. Who knows? I don't know. Because I didn't know. Okay. All right. Grouch prepared many briefs on unidentified aero phenomena for Congress while in government and helped draft the language on UAP for the FY 2023 National Defense Authorization Act. Spearheaded by Senators Kirsten Gillibrand and Marco Rubio. Yeah, his name is all over the stuff a lot. And signed into law by President Biden in December of 2022. The provision states that any person with relevant UAP information can inform Congress without retaliation, regardless of any previous non-disclosure agreements. A lot of people don't feel safe with that still. Go figure. I don't know. Uh, because t- slip and falls happen, right? Uh, in a statement cleared for publication by the Pentagon in April, Grouche asserted that UFO legacy programs have long been concealed within multiple agencies, nesting UAP activities in conventional secret access programs without appropriate reporting to various oversight authorities. Oh, boy. Hmm. So, a lot of stuff was just a ruse, huh? That's what I'm reading into this. Okay, you guys, you know what? we got another break coming up here. This is a, a nice lengthy uh, article, and it is greatly appreciated because uh, we're learning a lot, aren't we? And I'm confessing. All right, you guys, you are listening to Dark to Complight with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next you are listening to dark becomes Life with me heidi hollis on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network well today it's been a fascinating day i'm doing a little confessing and somebody is whistleblowing on the whole ufo recovery program that's been going on and uh, so we're just reading it from the source right here online from the debrief.org and uh, I got to remind you guys to go to HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com and follow me at 1HeidiHollis. Hollis. That is across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Put a 1 in front of Heidi Hollis. H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S. And reach on out. Tell me what's going on out there. Tell me what you'd like me to discuss. Tell me your personal story. Send me your photos of all these odd things or drawings of things that... You guys have been experiencing out there because I like to go through them and everybody here on this show that listens <laughs> likes to also hear the pulling back of the layers of the onion that sometimes can be painful, sometimes very overwhelming, other times enthralling. And uh, we triumph in uh, finding out some answers. All right, you guys, let me get on back here to this story because this is amazing leslie keen ralph blumenthal wrote this on the org, and um I- i'm blown away i'm blown away and i'm also sharing about some of the things that my own uh, family my father also was involved with um having been a senior non-commissioned officer for norad mm-hmm yep didn't know D- did not know didn't stop me getting military abductions because they figured well he must have told her something here she is writing books on it right Mm. well I didn't know Uh, (laughs) and no I wasn't part of any kind of um, oh what are those programs that that, uh, a lot of people whose parents were part of the military and they volunteered them to take part in these uh, experiments like to fly craft and, and to be tested on things no 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 no, I didn't have any of that. I wasn't a part of it, uh, but it was a, that was a huge program. A lot of people were involved. I have no memories of that. Was I taken and interrogated about craft and beings? Yes, while I was in college. Military abductions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that. Uh, lucky me, huh? Um, <laughs> but there's a reason behind all of this. And um, got to wonder, got to wonder why, why, our faces are in a certain television series uh, my dad and myself and my sister in uh, season 3 of the television spinoff of X-Files called Millennium I'm just saying all of our faces and names are there it's um, something else, go, go ahead and google Agent Hollis, Millennium tell me what that is, I, I don't know I don't know um, yeah, so anywho continuing continuing with david grush the ufo whistleblower uh his story is amazing all right this is what it says he said he reported to congress on the existence of a decades-long publicly unknown cold war for recovered and exploited physical material exploited okay that means i used it for something uh a competition with near peer adversaries over the years to identify UAP crashes and landings landings guys so so the the craft landed and they they charged it, huh? And retrieve the material for exploitation, reverse engineering, to garner asymmetric national defense advantages. Well, that makes sense to do that, but um. Yeah. Beginning in 2022, Grouche provided Congress with hours of recorded classified information transcribed into hundreds of pages, which included specific data about the materials recovery program. <laughs> Congress has not been provided with any physical materials related to wreckage or other non-human objects. Now, why not? Grush's investigation was centered on extensive interviews with high-level intelligence officials, some of whom are directly involved with the program. He says the operation was illegally shielded from proper congressional oversight and that he was targeted and harassed because of his investigation. Hmm. You know, guys, Arrow, okay? Arrow. That 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 is a program that has been put... On display to go through and and debrief everybody on their findings, and all they've been talking about is how eh, yeah we looked, but nothing's really alien. You know, we're still talking about somebody's got some really cool stuff out there, right? For the most part, this is what I'm hearing, and, and it's it's been frustrating. And and this is what I mean. We're we're trusting the left hand while the right hand is just going yeehaw. <laughs> Boy, we got some good stuff this time on this haul. <sighs> we put our trust into what? I mean, why would they be honest all of a sudden? Why? Why would they take these steps forward all of a sudden? It's to control a narrative, right? There's a lot of craft flying all over the place, and uh, they've been really good at keeping it hushed up. But my goodness, enough is enough. Enough is enough. I would known too many people sacrificed too much, including myself, just to allow this to keep happening. Is it really always defense? You know, I see how we could get a leg up, but the other folks around the world are doing the same thing. So I don't know. You know, I see these old movies where people fall on the sword for their country, right? And I'm surprised there haven't been a whole ton more that just stepped forward right away and just said, hey, you know, we don't have to pay electric bills anymore because there is, like, this technology. You know, we don't have to have homeless because we can provide because we got this new technology, and this other technology does this, and it does that, and it could cover this for us, you know? I don't know. I am just like... um, I think a lot of people have died over this subject, that it's the number one thing that's hidden in the world, just so people can benefit secretly, not greatly, not hugely, you know, just individuals, just so they're okay. They're okay. What about the rest of us? We're paying the bills, right? Okay, all right, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. I really am. <laughs> There's so much of the story left yet. I have to read faster. All right. So Grush said that the craft recovery operations are ongoing at various levels of activity, and that he knows the specific individuals, current and former, who are involved. Individuals on these UAP programs, as the quote, approached me in my official capacity and disclosed their concerns regarding a multitude of wrongdoings, such as illegal contracting against the federal acquisitions regulations and their criminality and the suppression of information across a qualified industrial base and academia he stated so that means like the professors and stuff they all got this and they're all drooling over it and having a good old time with it talking among their big heads you know woo we know something the rest of the world doesn't know because you know we're underpaid so we're gonna just hold this over their heads oh this is just this is evil guys this is evil this is evil we know this is going on though those of us in these fields this is evil though how mean and selfish can you be? So they were made to sign NDAs. They were given all this information. Here's some cool toys. Show us what you can do with it. Just keep it to yourself. Make sure we got homeless people in the world and cancer still thrives because, you know, pharmaceuticals got to make their money. Okay. I'm just, I'm just speculating, just speculating. All right. Continuing. Associates who... Vouch for Groosh said his information was highly sensitive, providing evidence that materials from objects of non-human origins are in the possession of highly secret black programs. I guess they're not selling drugs anymore. It's just this. Although locations, program names, and other specific data remain classified. I'm sorry I said that. Um, the, I mean, I'm speaking from information that's been provided to the government, okay, about um, government selling drugs for, for um, black projects. That's been investigated a gazillion times, hasn't it? All right, so continuing. Although locations, program names, and other specific data remain classified, the Inspector General and Intelligence Committee staff were provided with these details. Several current members of the recovery program spoke to the Inspector General's office and corroborated the information Grouch had provided for the classified complaint. Grouch left the government on April seventh, 2023, in order, he said, to advance government accountability. Well, all right, Groucho through public awareness. He remains well-supported within intelligent circles and numerous sources have vouched for his credibility. I'm liking this guy. His assertion, but again, government. <laughs> I'm sorry. His assertion concerning the existence of terrestrial arms race occurring sub-ROSA over the past 80 years focused on reverse engineering technologies of unknown origin is fundamentally correct as is the indisputable realization that at least some of these technologies of unknown origin derive from non-human intelligence, said Carl Nell, the retired Army colonel who worked with Grusch on the UAP task force. In a 2022 performance evaluation, Laura Powell Deputy Chief of Staff for Intelligence Headquarters, Department of the Army, described Nell as an officer with the strongest possible moral compass. Grouche is represented by Charles McCullough, Uh, the third senior partner of the Compass Rose Legal Group in Washington, and the original Inspector General of the Intelligence Community. Confirmed by the U.S. Senate in 2011, at that time, McCullough, I hope I'm saying that right, reported directly to the then Director of National Intelligence, James R. Clapper. (laughs) and oversaw intelligence officers responsible for audits, inspections, and investigations. On May 2022, McCullough filed... A disclosure of urgent concerns complaint of reprisal on behalf of Groosh with the ICIG about detailed information that Gruosh had gathered beginning in 2019 while working for the UAP task force. An unclassified version of the complaint provided to us states that Gruosh has direct knowledge that UAP-related classified information information has been withheld and or concealed from Congress by elements of the intelligence community. <laughs> yeah, we heard that part. Um <laughs> to purposely intentionally thwart legitimate congressional oversight of the UAP program. All testimony groups provided for the classified complaint has provided under oath. Wow, I cannot believe how huge this article is. Um, there's so much more to read here, and I'm going to kind of do it in little divisions. How about that? Because I want to get some other comments in here. But you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio Radio and Coast to Coast AM. Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics,
1: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men.
3: How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications.
4: She had a Harvard plaque You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. We are going through the (laughs) debrief.org. We are going through this whistleblowing UFO, David Grush. He is laying it down, absolutely telling what he knows about the truth and what has been hidden out there in the world uh, when it comes to... Retrieving craft and knowing about them for decades, people. Decades. So continuing this article, and then I'm gonna go into some commentary on this because wow, it's a mouthful. Alright, so according to the unclassified complaint in July 2021, Bruce had confidentially provided classified information to the Department of Defense Inspector General concerning the withholding of UAP related information from Congress. He believed that his identity And the fact that he had provided testimony were disclosed to individuals and or entities within the Department of Defense and the intelligence community outside the IG's office. You don't say. Hmm. I can't understand why they would do such a thing. They have protections out there now, right? Yeah. He did not allege that this information was improperly disclosed by any member of that office. But as a result, Grouch suffered months of retaliation and reprisals related to these disclosures beginning in 2021. He asked that details of these reprisals be withheld to protect the integrity of the ongoing investigation. The Intelligence Community Inspector General found this complaint credible and urgent in July 2022. According to Grouch, a summary was immediately submitted to the Director of National Intelligence, Avril Hines. Or Haynes, The Senate Select Committee on Intelligence and the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. The complaint was drafted and signed by McCullough and his managing partner. It ended with Grush's signature attached to his statement that I do solemnly affirm under the penalties of perjury that the contents of the foregoing paper are true and correct to the best of my knowledge a whistleblower reprisal investigation was launched and Grouch began his communication with the staff of the Congressional Intelligence Committees in private closed-door sessions. According to Grouch, certain information which he obtained in his investigation could not be put before congressional staffers because they did not have the necessary clearances or the appropriate investigative authority. Mm. I'm reading it fast, guys. Uh, The representative of the House Permanent Select Committee on intelligence told us in March that the committee members are not able to comment on the content of a complaint or confirm the identity of a complainant. And this is the quote when you have multiple agencies nesting UAP activities in conventional SAP, CAP programs, both as recipients of exploitation. Related insights and for operational reasons without appropriate reporting to various oversight authorities, you have a problem, Grush said, referencing the highly secret special access programs and controlled access programs. Grush's willingness to take risks and speak out appears to be emboldening others with similar knowledge who believe in greater transparency, like myself as I'm doing right now, talking about my father and his involvement with some things. Um, But hey, I can't prove anything, right? All right. So Jonathan Gray, the intelligence officer specializing in UAP analysis at the National Air and Space Intelligence Center is speaking publicly for the first time identified here under the identity he uses inside the agency. Uh, NASIC headquartered in Wright-Patterson Air Force Base is the Department of Defense's primary air force source for foreign air and space threat. Analysis. (laughs) Analysis. <laughs> My dad was over there. Uh, its mission is to discover and characterize air, space, missile, and cyber threats. According to the agency's website, the center's team of trusted subject matter experts deliver unique collection, exploitation, analytic capabilities not found elsewhere. Grace said that such immense capabilities are not merely relegated to the study of the prosaic. This is a quote, the existence of complex historical programs involving the coordinated retrieval and study of exotic materials dating back to the early 20th century should no longer remain a secret. Yeah, what? Did he say that? That's amazing. The majority of retrieved foreign exotic materials have a prosaic terrestrial explanation and origin, but not all. And any number higher than zero in this category represents an undeniably significant statistical percentage. Mm. It is unusual for an Air Force insider to come forward, as the Air Force has been less forthcoming than other agencies with regard to UAP. And this is a quote, a vast array of our most sophisticated sensors, including space-based platforms, have been utilized by different agencies, typically In triplicate to observe the accurately identify the out-of-this-world nature performance and design of these anomalous machines, which are then determined not to be of earthly origin. Isn't that something? Mellon, the former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, has been instrumental in arranging classified briefings for members of Congress and other officials about UAP, which include references to exotic retrieved materials... The first briefing he facilitated on retrievals of unexplained objects was provided to staff members of the Senate Armed Services Committee on october twenty first twenty nineteen and to staff members of the Senate Intelligence Committee two days later, as reported by the New York Times. We all remember that, don't we? So Mellon says that once the members of Congress gain greater awareness of the information provided to their staff and the Inspector General, they will be in a position to quickly determine the truth if they have the will to do so. So they got to still determine the truth, huh? (laughs) Wow. This is an unprecedented oversight challenge for the committees, but I believe we have leaders in Congress who are up to the task, Mellon said. Whew. Oh, boy. I really want to end it there. I do. I really do. But I want to talk to one part of this article. Dr. Gary Nolan, a professor in the Department of Pathology at Stanford University and renowned inventor and entrepreneur with more than 300 published papers has started over half a dozen companies based on technologies out of his laboratory. Nolan has previously applied some of those technologies to the analysis of exotic materials, publishing the first peer-reviewed paper examining such materials. And this is a quote. Human civilization was utterly transformed by something as small as a grain of silicon, creating the underpinning of the integrated circuits that underlie computation and now even artificial intelligence, Nolan said. Studying even small samples of purported anomalous material could lead to currently inconceivable benefits for humanity, he said. This is a quote. What might be represented here could be hundreds of technology revolutions ahead of us. It could be more transformative for humanity than what the microprocessor accomplished. Imagine what we could do with even a grain of knowledge about how they operate. Well, I think uh, it was already stated in here that different universities and those within them were given this material already right so probably has it (laughs) stanford has to be up the top of the list with it so but i don't think everybody's comfortable in speaking to all that they know just yet not naming any names just saying uh because somebody's got this somebody has this information i mean my own father did And didn't say a word. Did not say a word. And he wasn't believed or trusted either, so hey, let's go interrogate his daughter. (laughs) Yeah, so where are we going with this? This is the last quote I want to read from here. I hope this revelation serves as an ontological shock sociologically and provides a generally uniting issue for nations of the world to reassess their priorities, Grush said. And again, this is from Leslie Keene, Ralph Blumenthal, with Helen Cooper, co-authored on this. Um, You know, there's so much. There's so much to unpack here, guys. We all knew, well, I was talking about it anyways, you can't fully trust if there is a government entity controlling this message. When they have harassed uh, people in these fields for decades. Harassed guys. I mean, been all over their lives saying, you know, I'm going to burn down your fields, farmers. You're going to speak to that crash over there in Roswell. I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do that to you. It's, uh, It's sad and terrific. If they could do those things, there's an agenda and there's a controlled message no matter what. So as our governments try to wrangle how to display the truth about aliens and their existence and all that they have been doing with them for so very long, let's look at what the church has said about this. So there was a Time Magazine article Elizabeth Diaz wrote May 14, 2014. Pope Francis brought up Martians as he was preaching about a specific New Testament story. Early Christians were wondering if Jews and Gentiles could associate, and God gave the Apostle Peter a vision that salvation extended beyond the deepest cultural divides. It was a moment of internal crisis for the early church. Quote, that was unthinkable, Francis explained. And to show just how unthinkable it was, he added if for example tomorrow an expedition of martians came and some of them came to us here martians right green with that long nose and big ears just like children paint them and one says but i want to be baptized what would happen the church today should learn from the early church francis explained that it cannot close its doors to anyone that which god has purified as the scripture says no one can call profane it was never the ministry to close the door never. Well, isn't that interesting, you guys? So, you know, the churches will need to explain that God is able to create even outside of this planet. Because I believe that. And I still believe in God. I still know that Jesus is real and all the in-betweens. But oh, it's going to be interesting this year to watch how this all plays out. Because they really have a playbook it feels anymore all right you guys we've come to the bottom of another fabulous program don't forget to go to shadowfolks.com and also check out the outlanderscomic.com and follow me on all the social media at one heidi hollis and at the outlanders comic this is uh This is thought-provoking stuff, guys. We really need to think about (laughs) what is going on here. What is the prize? What is it that people are aiming for? God is good. God creates. And aliens exist. And so do we. I haven't seen the ones with the big, long nose that Francis was speaking of. But hey, you know, there there could be. I just hope that we learn to get along better down here on this planet and uh, create some balance. All right, you guys. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye and God bless. Happy birthday, Dad.
2: Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
1: or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters.